1: Hello and welcome to a special Instant Reaction edition of The Field of 68. My name is Rob Doster. I have Jeff Goodman today. And Jeff, uh, broke a little bit of news. Goodman, I'll just turn the floor over to you and allow you to uh, talk to the people about what happened today.
2: Yeah, Chris Holtman has been fired uh, by Ohio State. Uh, Gene Smith called him into his office this morning uh, around 11 o'clock, maybe 10.30 Eastern Time, and decided to part ways with Holtman in the midst of a second straight uh, season in which uh, they started really well and then have really kind of floundered last year. If you remember, I think they started like 12 and two lost 14 to 15 Uh, this year started well again and have lost eight of their last 10. Um, According to my sources, Gene Smith told them about a week ago that he was good for the rest of the season, uh, but he had to make the NCAA tournament. And now, uh, after last night's loss at Wisconsin uh, things changed quickly and again listen here my deal on this rob is you can make the move but I would let I would have let it go till the end of the season it's not like Chris Holtman is this guy who's uh, not done anything for the program he, he went to the tournament uh he was set to go to the tournament five of his first five years and they've been again they've been bad the second half of the last two years bad. So Mm -hmm. if you want to make a move, make a move, Gene Smith. But to make a move with whatever it is, seven, eight games left in the season, with a guy who's at least handled himself the right way on and off the court throughout his tenure, I think is bullshit. Personally, I do. Uh,
1: the, The struggles down the stretch of the season have been something that we've talked about quite a bit on the field of 68, and it's something that's probably gotten the most attention when it comes to talking about Holtman's tenure at Ohio state. I think it was 14 out of 15. They lost last year after a good start to the season. And this year they were 12 and two crept up to the top 25, lost three in a row that turned into eight out of nine that turned into nine out of of 11 after uh, losing to Wisconsin um, last night in Madison. Uh, The one, the question that I have is how much of this is, is motivated by trying to secure an IL, trying to ensure that you don't lose players to the portal um, in an era where uh, there is um, immediate eligibility for transfers? How much of this is trying to make sure that those people that need to open up those checkbooks to be able to kind of make sure that you have the money to spend uh, when the portal opens up in less than a month now, um, how much of that is a factor here?
2: You know, I think for, for Gene, remember Gene's retiring, Gene Smith, and this was his decision. This mm-hmm. wasn't Ross Bjork's decision who's coming in from Texas AM. and m This was Gene Smith's probably last act here as AD of Ohio State before he retires. And, you know, maybe it's his way of trying to get ahead of it at this point and be able to make calls. I would have just said to Holtman, hey, listen, we're going to part ways with you at the end of the year, just so you know, uh, do you want to finish out the year or not? I'm going to give you that ability. If you want to finish out the year, you can. But we're going we're to start to look. For a replacement for you. So I'm if you hear about me making calls, I'm going to start to make some some calls. Um, You know, the, the question's going to be also, Rob, obviously Ohio State is a program a lot of people are going to want, but now you're fighting with Louisville, most likely, because mm-hmm. Louisville's going to make a move on Kenny Payne at the end of the, the year. So those two, and which job would you rather have? Well, it probably does come down a lot to NIL. And I'm told both. Both NIL aren't nearly as good as what they should be or what you thought they'd be. The other thing with, with Gene Smith and Holtman was they had kind of mutually agreed in a way to go young, to not necessarily load up with transfers before the season. And Holtman brought in another pretty good class of which uh, sources close to him told me he regrets doing that. He would have went the portal route a lot harder than he did but he built one class last year and then had another pretty good recruiting class of which these freshmen just didn't play I mean they didn't and they if they did they didn't make an impact this year so yeah. you know that's probably something that Holtman would have liked to have had back on that decision but again I, from what I was told he and Gene were kind of in, in lockstep there
1: yeah um you know I will say that when you have Bruce Thornton and Roddy Gale and Jamison battle, um, I think that there is enough there to be able to win more. I understand that the the, totally. the frustration that would be there because of the start, uh, and, and
2: um, listen, I'm not saying I'm not defending the, the
1: no no I know I I get it. Hire Chris I'm just yeah, – at the no. end of
2: the year. I don't think it should have been done today. Is my biggest issue is you could still. Handle it the right way if you're Gene Smith with a guy who I think has handled himself the right way and had plenty of success. Remember when he took over. There's a reason they fired Thad Mata in June, Mm -hmm. right? Chris Holtman took over and got that program back pretty quickly. Did he ever get it back to what Ohio State fans wanted? Hell no. He didn't get it past the first weekend. I get that. Like, obviously, you're Ohio State. You're, you're not good with just getting knocked out in the first weekend every year. I understand that. Now you're not even getting in the last two years. So again, I'm not defending the decision to make the move on him. I'm defending how he made the move on.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, you've just been fired by the field of 68. You've now been hired uh, instead of Ross Bjork to be the AD at Ohio State. You are now finding the replacement for Chris Holtman um, for a job that is... uh one of the better jobs that I think people don't realize is a really good job. Um, who are you calling? Who are you, who are you reaching out to? Who is your kind of dream appointment in this spot? I'll just tell you right off the bat. One if minute. I'm Gene Smith, the first person that I'm going to is I'm driving down to Cincinnati. I'm driving to the Centa center. I'm going after Sean Miller first, second, third, fourth. I'm going to make now, him say no to me.
2: Yeah. He, he's number one. He is mm-hmm. number one. You know, here's the issue. Like Nate Oates' buyout is too much money.
0: Just go to indeed.com/slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Okay, so even if you want NATO, it's, you're probably not gonna pay twelve million, whatever his buyout, fourteen million. TJ Otselberger's buyout is, is in the same range, maybe even a little bit higher. So you could probably take those two out of the conversation right now. Um, Greg McDermott's name's going to be brought up. I'm just not sure I would hire Greg McDermott at this point in his career, to be honest. You know, I think he probably goes to warmer weather if he leaves Creighton to go anywhere else. Um, you know, Dusty May's a name that'll be thrown around. Um, don't hate it, but again, he'd be behind Sean Miller. Lamont Paris is an interesting name, Rob. Mm -hmm. because of what he's done this year at South Carolina. And he's got Midwest ties from being an assistant at Wisconsin when they were rolling uh, years ago under Kaminsky and Decker and some of those guys. Uh, But again, to me...
1: Hey, look, I'll tell you this too about Lamont. I just talked with with T.O. and Fanta about this. There's no one that... Coaches a more Big Ten style than Lamont Paris does. Like if you hire him in the Big Ten, that is the, they're just going to play boring, grind you down, tough physical defense. Good guards, get him a big body, and, and try to play it. You know, fifty-five possessions. He he is a Big Ten coach through and through.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think Sean's the easy pick here. If, mm-hmm. if the buyout is affordable, um, then I think it's it's the fairly easy pick to, to at least go after him. Now, again, if you're Sean Miller, are you saying is it worth it? What's your NIL? Because that's the key, right? Like Xavier's got really good NIL right now. Really good. Now, a lot of Big East schools do, top of the Big East. My my bet is Xavier had more money for NIL this year than Ohio State did. Like I would be very, very confident saying that. So um, what, you know, again, if you're Sean Miller, is it worth making this move? Is it worth it? You're in the Big East. You know, you don't have football there. You don't have to worry about football there, uh, taking a lot of NNL money, uh, which is kind of what's happened so far at Ohio State. Obviously, football was behind a little bit. My guess is they've caught up. Can Ohio State back? And the other part, listen, here's the other part to this that people don't talk about. While Ohio State is a great job, you know what it doesn't have that almost every other Big Ten program has in basketball? What's that? A home court advantage a legitimate home court advantage. They just don't. I've been to games there in, in, in non-conference, and unless it's a big, big, big game, they don't really give a shit at that point because they're in a football. Where, you know, again, Xavier, all year. You know what the Sinta Center is, is like? Oh, yeah. Every game. Every game. And all those other schools, Michigan State, uh, you go down the list of the big 10, Indiana, Illinois, they are rabid college basketball uh fans and Ohio State it's not a I mean it's not it's one of the worst to me it's one of the worst jobs now again if you get it going you bring in Greg Oden and Mike Conley and Daquan Cook and those guys it, it's a little bit different uh but it's also harder to bring you're not whoever takes over is not bringing in those dudes again that was a one-time deal with that Mata in Ohio State
1: yeah. Any off the radar names, you know, there's going to be some that float around for every single big job that opens. And that's like the Mick Cronin's of the world. You mentioned Dusty May. Well, his, his buyout's you mentioned, too big. Yeah. You mentioned Sean Miller. You mentioned McDermott. Like there's going to be names that pop up for every single job. Is there anything outside the box that you think people aren't talking about or anybody that you would at least like kick the tires on?
2: Um, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is is hot enough right now that that fits. Uh, I think they're going to want somebody with a little more fire than Holtman had. And that's where Sean Miller fits, right? Mm-hmm. What, what you ordinarily want is what you didn't have before. And Holtman uh, was pretty even keel. Not he, he had gotten fiery a little bit. But, um, you know, I'm trying to think of who else. You it, could it's go hard,
1: like the the obvious hire. It's just so obvious to go after Sean Miller. It, it just it it makes too much sense. And uh the if, if you are a lot of
2: movable guys, when you look at the best guys in the country right now, how many of them are really movable? Very very few.
1: That's why you get they're, those huge buyouts. That's why ads go and buyouts. get those huge buyouts.
2: Right? They they either have huge buyouts or they're in places that they're they're comfortable yeah. and they're not leaving big salaries Wait, Jeff
1: Jeff can I tell you my my conspiracy theory? Here's oh. my conspiracy theory. The entire reason that all of these conference commissioners and all of these ADs want to expand the NCAA tournament and kick out the many majors to be able to make more money for themselves is because they realize that the buyouts that they've signed are too high. So they want to be able to spend $30 million to get a guy into their program instead of just spending $10 million. Listen, this has been the field of 68 breaking down Ohio state's decision to part ways uh, with Chris Holtman. We'll have more of this tonight field of 68 after dark, 11 o'clock. That'll be me again with Chris Mack and, uh, and Randolph Childress. Um, so that'll be. Hey, an interesting can't wait to hear
2: Max, Max comments on that. Make sure you watch that tonight because uh, <laughs> maybe Mac will throw his his name in the ring for Ohio State. There,
1: hey Chris Mack, are you uh, are you interested in the Ohio State job? Have you had your agent reach out yet? Oh, you have. Interesting. There's a fun conversation to have. Listen, this has been the Field of 68. Uh, we'll see you guys again later tonight.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?